Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. You're back. Hello, everybody. I haven't seen you in a whole week. Sometimes a week feels like seven days, and sometimes a week feels like seven minutes, and sometimes a week feels like 17 years. Oh, wow. Those were a lot of uh, extremes, one mm-hmm. would say. Mm-hmm. Those are the extremes I feel during quarantine. Highs and lows. Yeah. Ebbs and flows. I mean, I think, we, I think we've all experienced those moments. Although it's so strange because th- this lately I've been going out to dinner more, so I'm I feel a little bit more normal, like, and I kind of love the outdoor seating, so I'm... I do, too. You know, I, I'm just trying, I think, mentally, the only way to, cons- like, maintain normalcy is to pretend that it's normal and just, you know, go do things that I normally would do. Yeah. I went to the nail salon the other day, so I've gone twice now to the nail salon, and the first time I went, it was, like, during the heat wave, So it was like a hundred something outside and they're outside. So you're outside and they have like a little canopy out there and they put like, um, 
you know, like you go to the doctor's office and they have that like paper that they put on your bed or whatever. Oh, so yes. they have those on all the chairs and mind you, it's like a hundred and whatever degrees. So I'm like sticking to it. It's like flapping on like my sweat and it's like sticking everywhere. It was not a pleasant experience, but I just went back again and it was like 80 degrees. So it was actually quite nice out there. And the, um, there was a, there was a woman to the right of me getting her eyebrows waxed outside. And I was just like, this is so like the fact that we're all watching her get her eyebrows waxed. Like I was like, what's next? Are we going to get a bikini <gasps> done out here? Speaking of, I had my second laser hair <laughs> removal can only hope. appointment. Um, and so the first time I went, it was painless. Like I felt nothing. I was like, this is basically like a massage where, where I'm getting like, <laughs> that's intense. Um, it wasn't a massage, but it had no pain. Right. I go back and it was a different girl and I don't know if she didn't put enough, like, so you put like, um, ultrasound gel. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's where it is. It's horribly uncomfortable. I hate it. It's like, just well, the whole point of the laser hair removal is each time it gets, more painful as you go so like the first few times it's not supposed to hurt at all and then like once you get to seven and eight it's like fire on your crotch okay well i'm at i was at a 13 and so the girl started that was the highest i did on my first one and i was like i didn't feel any pain so she started on a 13 i don't think she put enough gel or something because i was like getting zapped on my cooch and i was like this ain't it like i would have to like jerk away i don't know i don't i don't totally sympathize because i feel like you can't even get a brazilian wax oh those are like a walk in the park okay (laughs) y'all will have to go about this on the facebook page because there's no way everyone thinks it was a walk in the park getting a brazilian wax is like is like get giving blood at your doctor (laughs) Okay, well, first it's just all, like it is what it is. Like it's not, enjoyable. it's not enjoyable. Like it's not like I'm eating a starburst, but it's not <laughs> dreadful. Like I'm going to the dentist. Oh, I hate the dentist too. <laughs> okay, yeah, the bikini wax and the dentist are the same level for no me. No chance. Yeah, the, ugh. The bikini, the bikini wax is like going to the grocery store. Like you just got to get it done. So basically, Tanya is just admitting to you all that she's numb <gasps> below her waist. <laughs> She has no feeling. Let me tell you, she's got feeling down there. <laughs> yeah, well, we know that because of your pelvic floor exercises. That's right. Um, so last week we talked about, we answered some questions, or our significant others, Red Star 95P, answered questions that y'all had for them, um, kind of just getting to know them a little bit more. And we answered a few, and then we're going to answer some more today. Do you feel like you know them better? What do you mean? Not you. I know you know, oh, but oh. like Mark Easton, do you feel like you know them better? Oh, <laughs> I uh, yeah, like... I think this has actually been pretty darn insightful. I think this is great. I think we're also getting a feel a little bit for the personalities. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't, I don't think I was shocked by anything last week. Were you? The no. winky face? The winky face threw me. Yeah. I do. I do think it's funny though that 95P answers a lot with ha ha's. I'm not getting many ha ha's from. You're Red getting Star. LOLs. Oh, as he said, yeah. They LOLs? just do 
different ways. 95P does ha ha. Okay, okay. And then Red Star's an LOL person. Okay, okay. I actually use both when I text. That is that is accurate. What? I also think Red Star is a politician in the sense that he knows (laughs) that it's important to win over the scrubbing constituency. Ah. Yes. He's playing it very safe. But also to make sure they like him. You think playing it safe? Mm -hmm. I think. I I don't think he's being brutally honest. Oh. Interesting. And I'll tell him that to his face. (laughs) I'm being brutally honest here. Well, let's begin. (laughs) Becca, you're up. Tanya went last. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Okay. Well, uh, first up, we have Julia Rose O'Hara. And the this is funny. What's the stupidest fight the two of you have had? Why, why don't you answer that first and see if there's a match? We have so many stupid fights that I don't even know where to begin. I would say, like, in my opinion... 80% of our fights are stupid. So I, I'm always like, why are we fighting about this? This is so dumb because, you know, when it's t- my personality, if it's not a big deal to me, then it's not a big deal, which is not correct because there's two people in a relationship. So if it's a big b- deal to the other person, you have to respect that. But in my head, I'm like, this is so dumb. Like every time we're arguing, I'm like, this is so dumb. Well, pick one because I think you may match if you pick it. I know which one which one was chosen and it has to be the, the biggest, the dumbest, biggest fight we've gotten into was over Mario Kart. <laughs> All right. Because I did not say congratulations when 95 P won. <laughs> Cause I always win and I never get congratulated. So I didn't know that I I'm too competitive to congratulate my enemies, my competitors. All right. So I'm interested to hear. Here's the response. What is the stupidest fight the two of you had? Too many. Probably the time we played Mario Kart. As you know, Becca is beyond competitive. So if you win, she won't congratulate you at all. So she always beats me in absolutely everything. And I finally beat her in Mario, and she refused to congratulate me. Refused. It was a monumental moment for me, so I got pissed, and she couldn't be happy for me. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> the ha, ha, ha's are so good. So Tanya looks over when I said, I don't need to congratulate my competitors, and she said, that's not a good thing. It's not. That's not a great quality or anything to honestly be proud of. That. Okay. In, like, in actual sports or something where there's competition, like, when I play tennis, I'll be like, oh, good game if I lose. That's fine, right? Sure. But Mario Kart? Anything. Anything. Not being able to congratulate somebody? Well, I got so mad that it was a fight that I did not that you lost. Want it's like, to congrat- no, I wasn't even mad that I lost. I, like, literally didn't even care that I lost. Uh-huh. Looks like it. <laughs> I mean, to to defend you, Becca, I play a lot of Mario Kart. They give you a gigantic animated trophy. I mean, it, like I feel like no external congratulations are required. Yeah, in that like case. the game. The I game never do gives it either. You the congratulations that you need. It gives you a full ceremony with a huge trophy. Oh, and so this wasn't one race. This was a full cup. Oh, it was a full. Yeah. Wow. It was, I mean, it was. A, oh yeah, it was a full race, and so I um. So we have a we have these this other couple that we play with virtually because you can play uh like over Wi Fi or whatever mm-hmm. on the Switch and 
every time the three of them, one of them beats me, they all congratulate each other. Like it's like ganged up on me. And so then when I win, I never get congratulated. No one ever tells me good job. So I'm like, why do I have to overcompensate for y'all's inability to win? <laughs> an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. You should rise above them. Not in Mario Kart. <laughs> I rise above in other ways. But Mario Kart feels, it just was, it was a dumb fight. Mario Kart's where it starts, you know? No. All right. Tanya and 95P are similar, and it's very stressful for me. Um, Tanya, sure. skip Heidi's. Let's come back to that one. Give me Katie okay, Kresge's. Hang on, hang on. Uh, okay. Katie Kresge says, Red Star, does the weight of the Dear Future Husband Journal intimidate slash scare you or just make you curious slash excited? That's a good question. That is a good question. I'm interested to see what he says. And he is aware of the Dear Future Husband Journal. Yes. And is he aware that you've written to him in the Dear Future Husband Journal? Uh, I don't know, actually. Probably. Okay. Well, here's what Red Star had to say. Honestly, I don't know much about it. I know it exists, but maybe intentionally don't know anything specific about it or what's in it. It doesn't scare me. And it's another thing I love about Tanya, how intentional and vision-oriented she is. But I def don't think she wants me to know the details, LOL. Yeah, I mean, he definitely knows I have it. He definitely knows I have it and that I, like, write in it and that I'm talking to my dear future husband, but I don't think he knows, like, what's in it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But he does He does say that he likes that about me, that I like the stuff we did on my birthday and the fact that I make vision boards. Like, he likes that. So if that's what he thinks the dear future husband journal is, then great. Win-win. <laughs> Um, so the next one is from Reagan Graham. And the question is, do you share Becca's eating habits? What are your thoughts on buttered Pop-Tarts and Dr. Pepper? What do you think the response will be? I, I feel like I'm going to get some blame put on me. But the thing is, we all have the ability to say no. I do know that it's harder to eat healthy if the person you're with eats really poorly so that probably doesn't help the situation but i mean 95p ate a lot healthier before before i came oh really into the picture yeah i mean if anybody doesn't like a buttered pop tart i don't i don't yeah. <laughs> then they are an alien all right well here's the response uh, uh, so i uh, do you share becca's eating habits what are your thoughts on buttered pop tarts and dr pepper absolutely not but since dating her, she has completely attacked my eating habits. I never had sugary foods or fast food growing up, ever. And she has introduced me to every kind and definitely gotten me hooked on soda, which I'm upset about. I think Pop-Tarts really fall flat for me personally, but butter makes everything better. <laughs> wow, that was a great response. <laughs> Pop-Tarts yeah, fall flat. The soda thing has been a little bit of like a battle, but I've kind of cut back, so I feel like... You know, we're at a we have a good balance now. Pop tarts. What is what when it was fall the flat. Yeah, fall flat. <laughs> but butter makes flat. everything better, which is it's true. Um yeah, I definitely am not I'm not a good influence for anyone who wants mm. I mean I I even remember in with Robert eats so clean and he That's true. He would be like, Are you kidding me? Like can we just eat something like 
go somewhere that has something decent that I can eat. Mm. Yeah, mm. that was even worse back then too. Pop tarts <laughs> fall. Why can't I get over that line? That's so funny. It's right. kind of true. No, it's not. They are not as good unless there's butter on them. I mean, I, I do agree with that. Uh, yeah. I think they're fantastic under all circumstances. All right. Uh, okay. Tanya, Should I go to Faith? Faith Ferris. Yeah. Faith Ferris said, "What do you wish Tanya believed about herself?" I'm, I have no idea. I'm going to go right to the answer. Tanya is an extremely intentional and self-aware person. She is incredibly strong, but I'm not sure she realizes exactly how strong she is. So that's probably one thing I wish she realized. I also wish she realized how deserved she is of everything she has achieved and will achieve. She always talks about feeling like an imposter because she didn't come up through the ranks the way others in her industry do. But I think that shows how deserved she is because she blazed her own path based on her talent, faith, energy and vision and mostly the way she makes others feel that made me emotional <laughs> that was a really great answer yeah it's true a great I mean, answer tell, he tells me that all the time he like doesn't understand what imposter syndrome is he's just like i don't know if he he, he doesn't understand it i think he understands it but he doesn't understand why i have it so much i mean i think a lot of people probably feel that way about you um yeah so he's Definitely said that to me before, um, but it's nice hearing it. Uh, yeah, I'd uh, say he knows you pretty well. Yeah. yeah. All right, back to you, response. Becca. Um, <laughs> love mine's about pop tarts and yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lindsay Ann says, "How do you feel about Becca keeping your relationship so private? Do you wish she would share more, or do you feel hidden?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to hear this answer because we've had so many conversations about it and I'm curious to know like what the response is right now. Yeah, it's good. All right, here is the response. Definitely in the beginning, I've always wanted to have a relationship I could share, mainly because I spent so much of my personal time having private relationships, so I was ready for something new, but... I am very content with the life we have, and I love it because it's ours. Whenever she wants to share more, I'll be down for that, too. Oh, that was sweet. It is really sweet. <laughs> yeah, at the beginning, it was like, oh, it was a lot of conversations about it. All but right. I totally under I understand both of our, like, I understand 95P and that perspective and i also appreciate the respect of how i'm doing it as well yeah well oh sweet those two were a little heavier kara rutherford has a lighter one for you tanya okay kara rutherford uh what are your actual thoughts on tanya's almond pulp cookies <laughs> so my almond pulp crackers or my almond cookies because those are different the cookies he likes. The crackers, not so much. I was going to say, I think this question is about the crackers. The crackers. Yeah, he hates them. He wrote. He says it, they taste like tree bark. It's funny because you've predicted his answer almost to the word. He said, <laughs> LOL, the almond pulp crackers, chewy tree bark. <laughs> but she really put in a good fight before giving up on them. <laughs> <laughs> it's so you true. Did. I kept putting different things on top of them, like more nutritional yeast to make them taste like Cheez-Its. Like I was oh. trying everything under the sun. To, like, then I was trying the air fryer to make them crispier. Like I tried everything to make them taste good. <laughs> All he said was tree bark. Yeah. 
Well, at least his were crunchy. Mine were mush. Moist. So I prefer. I like them better moist. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. He said it. He said chewy tree bark. Um, okay, Meg Lynn says, "When did you know that you were in love with Becca?" <sighs> I bet the answer is. Um, I feel like. Okay, I'm going to just, I want to hear the response, and then we can discuss after. I knew from the moment I met her. Oh my God! I can't! We were so wasted! There's more, there's more. I knew from the moment I met her, but it really solidified on our first date, like two days after meeting. We talked for like four hours, and I didn't want the night to end. It was amazing. That is so Okay, cute. first of all, we were both so drunk when we met. So, so I knew the first night. No. You we, both, that is not, we both kissed other people that night. So, <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, drunkenly. You dog. But that's really <laughs> nice. Dog. But the our first <laughs> date was not actually a date, actually. We just went to have a drink. Um like as friends, I guess we had just met. Right, but you're you, you weren't. It wasn't even a date. Like you were gonna hang out in a group, and then everybody yes, in your group just kind of bailed. bailed. So, so I was like, like, all right, okay, yeah. we'll go. And um, yeah, it's exactly what happened. We had had like a huge group thing, and then everyone bailed. And I thought, well, I don't want to bail, and so we we went and got drinks. And it was true, we did talk for four hours, and I left being like, that was different, mm. and. I felt something, too. I don't know if it... I mean, we talk about it now because we're in love, and we're like, we were in love then, but realistically, that's that's really sweet. You know what? I, I talked to you after that night, and there was something different. So whether you no, there was. the I term admit different, there was different or love, okay. tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah. It was quick, though. I mean, we said I love you within two weeks of knowing each other. All right, Tanya, this is from Taylor Wright. An interesting question. Taylor Wright. Um, does Okay, does it intimidate you how invested all of the Scrub sisters are in your relationship? I think that's a good question because I don't think a lot of people can relate to that. Being in a relationship yeah. that thousands of people are interested in and invested in. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure I don't know if intimidate's the right word. Uh, I don't think it intimidates him, but I think it's definitely like... it's definitely a situation. Okay, well, here's what he said. Not at all. It's so special how much you all care about and love Tanya and are invested in her happiness. It is a be- That's true. It is a beautiful thing to see, especially in a world that is often so negative on social media, etc. You guys are a rare community, and your positivity, love, and encouragement for each other is truly inspiring. She is lucky to have you. Also, your comments about me, my hands, my fish slicing techniques are hilarious. That is true. It is true because I try to show them all of these things because I'm like, it. it's so different. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, they're not coming at you. They don't, like, want to be negative or mean. Like, they're like. Yeah, they just want to know. They just want to yeah. know. And, like, they're just, like, they're funny, too. Like, the comments about his hands are so. Whenever, like, they put in the Facebook group, you know how, like, there's some videos of people cutting the fish or whatever. And they're like, is this Red Star? I, like, screenshot and send it to him and stuff because I'm just like. 
it's not as heavy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I think people's, or at least his perception is that like, it's just so heavy mm-hmm. and people are so like invested in everything. Um, and I try to like lighten it up. Yeah. I always, I, you bring up a good point because, um, I noticed one time in the, in the scrubbing in group, someone was like, why won't Becca share? Like, are we that scary or something? And it literally has nothing to do with the scrub. Like the scrubbing in group makes me want to be more open because the support that they show constantly. Yeah. It's not, it has nothing to do. It's like literally, it's a totally different situation. It has nothing to do with me thinking that they're, that they're going to harm my relationship or say mean things. Like I feel more support from them than I do really anywhere else. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, last question, Becca, from Rachel Messick. What is it like to date Tanya Rad's BFF? Does it ever feel overwhelming or invasive? I'm scared of this one. I, I literally have no idea what this answer could be. <laughs> is it funny? I'm just going to read it. Oh. I've always felt so much support from Tanya regarding our relationship, so I love it. She was so happy for Becca and I when we met, and she has been our cheerleader from the start. I'm so happy Becca has such a supportive friend like Tanya. Smiley face. Oh, It's because we are so alike, so it's almost like I... I um, you relate? I relate. Not only relate, but I also do think, I think that um, in the beginning when everything was like new um, and I saw you in such a different way than I'd seen you before... It was so exciting for me. Yeah, I think it was more exciting for you than it was for me. It was. Like, every day I would come in and with my eyes wide open and be like, do you still feel the same way? Do you still feel the same way? And like you every still t- ask me that. Still till this day, and I probably still will till we're, like, 90 years old. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Scared her there, but... Um, I just think it's, I just think it's so uh, beautiful to see because I really kind of got on that that wavelength of Becca when she was just like, maybe, maybe I just can't feel the same way that you feel, or like, maybe I'll never feel that way for somebody. Like I'm just not capable. And then all that changed when 95 P came in your life. So it's been, uh, it's been fun to see and special. That was a cute answer. Great answer. All right. And one more for Tanya. And this is when we could tease again, if you wanted to Tanya, go back to the one that we skipped. Oh, yeah. I th- was wondering why you skipped that. This is from um, Heidi Girolamo. Heidi Gir- Girolamo. What are the best? What are you best at and what can you improve on? Dot, dot, dot in bed. There's no way he answered that. <laughs> well, do you want to tease it? Do you want to hear Wait. the answer? I would like to tease it. Right. Did he answer it? He answered it. I'm not going to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, he, he wrote something down. He didn't just skip it. I'm wondering if he answered the first part. What are you best at and can improve on, period, and skipped the in bed? All right. Well, why don't we get to Because he really doesn't need to improve on anything in bed. Let's get to Olivia Holt, and then we'll answer this question. Okay. I'm so excited to talk to Olivia Holt. Um, we'll be right back to chat with her.
Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking, and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could... I mean, she is literally like my hero. My shero. Shero, for sure. That's amazing. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending my mom farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And we got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so that you can send some too. Here's why we love the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick a delivery date, and you're done. 
Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code SCRUBBING for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code SCRUBBING. Books.com promo code SCRUBBING. We have a very special guest in the OR today, scrubbing in. Please welcome Olivia Holt. Yay. (laughs) I'm trying to decide how to describe your setup right now Um, because it feels like, so she's further back. She's got a mic, mic, like she's about to perform for us. (laughs) You literally do. Like you look like you're set up like, um, like we're having like an MTV unplugged situation. totally is it's like a little chill acoustic vibe um you said you've been singing today are you singing your new single what's going on I am I'm singing my new single I'm very excited about it it's crazy because obviously in you know COVID times I feel like we all kind of have to adapt to a new way of doing promo and doing the meet and greets and everything and so now it's just like all over the internet. And so I've just been in one space today doing all of that. Is that nice though? Do you like that? Like, is it easier? Because I feel like, let's say this was a year ago, you would literally probably be on like a tour of the United States, like on a plane every other day, like not sleeping. Yeah. I think in some ways it's easier. Like you said, not the not sleeping portion is, you know, definitely now I get sleep. I can just like, I literally, my house is 10 minutes away from here. So Mm -hmm. I just like pop up, get ready, come here. And then I'm just here and can knock it all out in one day. Whereas if this was, you know, BC before COVID, I would be struggling to get up because I would have a plane to catch at 6 a.m. And then jumping from one place to the next. But the energy is just a little different, you know, because we're not in person and it's hard because you can't like get that immediate feedback because there's always going to be some sort of delay or, you know, there people are talking over each other. Like there's not like, there's not like that. Let's fill the space and feel the vibe in the room. You know, I'm so happy to hear you say that because I think that so many people are like seeing the benefits of this time in terms of just like no travel expenses and no, you know what I mean? Like it's just easier everybody just doing things remotely but there's something that you just really can't grasp on the digital medium do you know what I mean like you really I think we are losing something and I think I really realized it because um the other day was like national radio day or whatever and so I was like going back and they were asking me to send like videos and photos just from like my favorite memories in the studio and I was watching all these things and it made me realize how much more energy and like vibrant our show is when we're together in the same place, you know, like it's kind of wild. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to say like coming out with new art and what you're creating, there's this so much excitement about it because it's something you've been working so hard on and you don't even get to feel that like excitement of seeing someone else's reaction in real life or in person, which thank yeah. God we have technology because we do get to thank see God. each other's spaces. <laughs> yeah. but, um, I mean, Tanya and I have started out doing the podcast separately and we finally were able to quarantine and now we're together and it's the energy so much different getting to be with each other. It's in the so same much room. different. I could- that. right 
So you're you, right. It doesn't make a huge difference. This song is amazing. Tanya played it for me. And that's right. It's so fun. Like the vibe makes you want to be like on a boat in the middle of the water, just like dancing with your friend. That's what I was thinking I wanted to do. (laughs) Well, I love that visual. I'm so here for that visual. That's amazing. And you really do though. I feel like you're this like bop queen. Like you kind of just put out these songs that are like, they're kind of earwormy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Good. That's good. I love rehab too. Is he just like so fun and easy to work with? So fun. So easy to work with. What's wild, actually, we've never actually met in person. Um, Every time that I've worked with him has just, we've been over, like he's overseas and I'm here in LA. So we just, our paths have never crossed um, in person before. So we've just had the opportunity, luckily through technology to to, to work together, but he's so awesome. I'm such a fan of all of his work and all of his music and, um, everything that we collaborate on. I, I, I feel just super proud of and really lucky because you're right. Like they're, they're definitely earwormy. And I feel like, um, I also, for some reason, it's like he lives in my brain because I feel like there's like points in my life, like in my music career where I'm like, God, like I'm really like feeling like I want a song like this. And then like I hear like his production on stuff and I'm like, yeah, that's what I wanted. He's also like very, I mean, I've never met him either. I've only like mess, like talked to him through instant or inst- instant messenger. Wow. <laughs> wow. Instant TBT um, through, through Instagram. But I feel like he's just super humble because he's massive, like massive, massive. And he's so super, super humble, which he I find is. to be very refreshing. Crazy down to earth. Well, your song is um kind of, it's this really fun boppy song, but it's a, it's a kind of about the uh, the feeling of unreciprocated love, which is not a fun feeling. No, <laughs> I know. We just sort of <laughs> snuck that in there. <laughs> I know. And I always think of, there's so many songs. I always relate to Taylor Swift when I think about these, but she has so many that have this great sound. And it's like you're bobbing your head and then you and read like the super lyrics. depressing like, lyrics. That's sad. <laughs> the word have you felt that before like you have, were like in love with somebody and they didn't love you back of course yeah I've and then I think and I think everyone has sort of felt that and and to a certain extent you know I think we've all sort of felt like maybe we weren't getting enough or maybe we were getting too much and in this case it wasn't at all so I think you know it definitely is very relatable in that sense but I kind of love the idea of like lyrically it being this in a sort of in this like really um, vulnerable, not necessarily dark place, but vulnerable, like a place where, you know, you, no one really talks about like how, how, how they feel after a breakup other than it just being sad. Like no one actually really goes through like the, the highs and the lows and the oh, come, depths. Come and... over to the rad shack, baby. <laughs> I, ta- I talk about it all. Perfect. Yeah. So. Give yourself one toilet paper roll to cry. <laughs> you get one full roll. And then Genius. once the roll is done, you, the crying is over. Love wow. to see it. Love to hear mm-hmm. it. So good. But I love the idea of like uh, lyrically it being in that space and then, you know, sonically it feeling maybe a little bit more uplifting because I want there to feel like there is hope because there is, you know, there, there, even though there might not be the happiest ending of things, I feel like there's, there's always some sort of 
uh, ending to, to go into the next chapter of life, you know, and I feel like that's what our hope is. So I think that's like why I love this song so much is because, yeah, like it has this, it has a space where it's, it's vulnerable and, um, and, and there's this innocence there, but then the, the song on the production side anyway, just lifts you up. A lot of our, um, so our, a lot of our podcast is kind of based on dating and finding love and heartbreak and that, that same feeling of liking someone and not having the feelings reciprocated. A lot of our listeners are going through all of those phases. Are you dating right now? Is, are you single? What's your, do you not talk about it? I am dating. Um, and it's so interesting doing it in quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I was Oh, like dating guess, multiples. Yeah. No, 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 no. Just one. Oh, just, okay. Just that makes one. it, that makes it easier, right? Makes it way easier, but it's crazy. Cause I'm, I feel like in the last like couple years I've experienced dating or just like date, going on dates and doing that thing. Like never actually like spending so much quality time with one singular human being. And I kind of was forced to do that. I started dating someone at the beginning of quarantine and then we were sort of like forced to be in the same space at all times or like not at all times. Yeah, right. So like we had to choose which one we wanted <laughs> to do and we were like, I guess we'll just see this through and it's Yeah, been and so like good, you you so. have the option too. Like that's the thing I think especially like with your schedule, I think you can default a lot to like let's say you start dating somebody new and you don't really like you're like eh kind of like unsure. You could be like, "Oh, I have a really crazy early shoot tomorrow in like Japan and I got to get my sleeper like whatever do you know what I mean like you can really kind of use that in a way yeah you're nailing it of course and when now when quarantine hit you were like oh so all my things are in my house so I can't there's I either want to be with you for real or like I can't be with you at all it's so accurate it's so it's, accurate. I trust me <laughs> It's wild. And it's like, how do you, but I think, I think that's like, now we, we are experiencing like full on brutal honesty when it comes to that. And I'm, I'm super confrontational as it is. So I don't have a hard time with that, but, but it can be tricky. And so I don't know. You're right. You're right though. You either, it's either like a yes or a no at this point in life. Like you can't, you can't have any sort of fun excuse. I have like, I couldn't imagine like a, me a year ago, I was like in that pursuit of just like, oh, you want to go on a date on Monday? Sure. You want to go out with me Saturday? Sure. Like, like I, you couldn't pay me to do that now. <laughs> no. If I were single and I was like trying to, I, I wouldn't do that. Like, wait, I need to hear more about you being confrontational because <laughs> I could not be more non-confrontational. And most people I know are vocal about being non-confrontational, but I, a lot of people aren't just straight up like I'm confrontational <laughs> and I own it like am. you just did. So no, I need to know I, more. <laughs> you know, I think that I, now that I'm actually saying all of this out loud, <laughs> let me, <laughs> let me clarify what I'm trying to say. I think, I think I'm more confrontational with the people that I love and care about that are in my life consistently because I feel like there I could it's like it's like a space that that's already 
very comfortable to where I could just be like, if there's like an issue, I can just mm -hmm. nip it in the bud really quickly. And there's not any of that lingering weirdness. I do have a harder time being confrontational with people that I don't know very well. Okay. So you're, um, so basically you're a healthy communicator. You communicate <laughs> with the people. I mean, honestly, that's yeah, no, that I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call it confrontational. I would say like you are uh, aware of your emotions and you're vocal. Yeah. That's a sure. real, tr okay. it, honestly, from someone who couldn't be more opposite, something I'm working on right now consider it a gift because even with the people that I'm close to I, probably even more so I have to work on being direct and communicating because when I get uncomfortable I'm just like well I'm not going to say anything because that that saves the relationship but the truth is is that talking about it like is a healthy relationship <laughs> I, like I think it's I think Yes and no. I think like you do make a good point, but at the same time, it's like sometimes like we need to like work things out in our head for a minute, you know, I think because then because then if we just start talking, then some things are said that didn't need to be said. And so I think I think there's a balance, you know, like I feel like maybe sometimes we need to have the talk and just like really like finesse it and dissect it or we just need to like work it out in our head. And then when we're ready, we chat. I yeah. don't know. I'm not, I'm no life or love guru <laughs> in the slightest. I have no idea what I'm even saying. I just like, who is, yeah. I mean, no one, but I like that you were just straight up like, yeah, I say what I feel. Um, <laughs> is it weird in being in the public eye, having so many eyes on you, you're an actress, you're a singer, you kind of do it all. Um, is it weird having that type of life where everyone's kind of watching everything you do? Do you feel like you have to be so careful about what you post, what you say, Especially right now, it's like a, you know, you need to make sure you're saying the right thing mm -hmm. at all times. <laughs> yeah, I think that I've, I think I've struggled with that since the beginning of my career. I started working when I was 10 years old. And then I think social media kind of started hitting hard, mostly on Twitter. I think when I was like four, 13 or 14. And then Instagram kind of came when I was like 15. And then it just kind of blew up from there. And I think... I think, yeah, like, I think I've definitely, like, struggled with, like, what I can say, what I can't say, and a lot of that had to do with, I, I grew up on um, a, a children's network, and so I had to be very careful about what I did in life, and not that I was doing anything that I wasn't supposed to be doing, but I think right. even just, like, the pressure of that was really difficult, and then I moved on to a, a show and a network that was very secretive and everything I had to sign an NDA for almost absolutely everything and every interview that I did I was like like holding back so much air because I was nervous I was gonna like have like spill like a spoiler and so <laughs> you know it's like it's tricky like living in like that life because you can't just be completely candid you know you yeah. can't just completely like let go and be yourself especially with social media it's so hard, like finding a balance between like how much you want to share about your personal life or, and then wanting it to be like just a space for work to like show people what you're working on and to share with them. So I think I'm still trying to figure it out. I don't know if I'm necessarily completely comfortable with how I handle everything, but you know, I think, I think it's a day by day kind of feeling. And then also trying to figure out how to express how I feel about what's happening in the world, whether, you know, it has everything to do with the pandemic or what's happening in our country or or overseas like a lot of that is like how much do I need to share how much do I need to keep to myself and I think in, you know it's important to just like I think have a space where we can all sort of have like an open communication and that's where it gets difficult though because some people 
feel a little bit more confrontational over the internet and then in person they're like nah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. A lot of people are brave over the internet. Yeah. Is this like something that because you mentioned that you were you're dating right now? Is this like a, is that a conversation that you have with somebody that you're dating? Like, I don't post. I'm not going to post anything about you until X Y Z or like. Is that like? I know it sounds so ridiculous, but these are the conversations I'm having at the moment. So <laughs> I'm just curious. No, uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've had we've definitely had the conversation and I think it just really depends on people's opinions and and their their perspective of what they want to share, because I have some friends who are in the industry who don't want to talk about or share their relationship at all. They want it to be completely private, which I can totally respect, whereas I'm sort of in the middle. I'm definitely like Switzerland on this. Like, I don't care either way. I think. Um, I think it's cool when people post about their relationship and show their partner off, but also if they don't at all, I don't really have a, I don't think I have an opinion either way, but yeah, my, the person I'm dating right now and I have had the conversation and we're both sort of just like, we don't care either way. So it's like anyone's, anyone's move. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's kind of <laughs> nice. So that's like a nice place to be in. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, with, during quarantine, have you found that you've been more creative than ever? Or have you felt like you're, you've kind of been a little almost like, I'm going to give my brain a break while I have one. And then, cause no one knew how long this was going to last. Or have you been like, I'm going to just use this time and get as creative as I can so that the time passes. <laughs> like yeah. what's been your method? I mean, I think at the beginning of all of this, we really had no idea what we were getting into like we didn't know the time the time frame of how long we were going to be doing it for um how long we were supposed to just like completely quarantine so I think at the beginning I was just like all right I'm gonna chill because I don't I don't know what that's like anymore so um I chilled (laughs) for a solid like two months and then I just was like what am I doing this isn't I I just don't like to chill. Like I like to have my chill like nights and then I like to like decompress and like have a glass of wine and like watch TV. And like, that's like my version of chill. I can't chill for two months straight. Like I like, I like the hustle and bustle of what I do and, um, and, and traveling and moving around and working with people, different people almost every other day. And so I, it was in a really weird funk for, I think that first, like, that first like month after the month of uh, the first portion of quarantine. And then I was like, all right, I need to do something about this. So I kind of started to just change my perspective a little bit. And I was like, I just need to embrace the pause and like enjoy this time off, but then also find, find ways to be productive and um, cause I felt really uninspired too. Cause I was just sitting in my house and I wasn't really, I was dating, but it wasn't like we were, we weren't, also able to like go and do anything yeah. like normally like when I'm dating somebody I have so much to like pull from because like we're out like experiencing life together but we were just like chilling in my house cooking and watching tv like literally doing nothing so which can also be really great in 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 you know on its own but um yeah the inspiration just wasn't there so I was like okay let's like mix it up and so I started going on some road trips and just like finding like even like if it was just like for the day just like getting outside of my house and just like seeing like life in different formats and you guys started gaining a little bit more inspiration again and then over the last year I've really been just prioritizing music I've been in sessions almost every single day writing and so 
I started listening back to all of those songs that I, that I wrote and just to put me back in the headspace that I was in a year ago. Mm-hmm. And it, that sort of motivated me again and it helped me and it helped me gain that inspiration. And so I started writing again and then I got back into the studio and now I'm working and it feels really good. I had two 12 hour days this past weekend working on music videos. So I feel really fresh and ready for anything now. I love that everyone's getting their like re re-energized from working. They're like two yeah, 12 hour days. Like, needed a little reset and now people are like getting their mojo back. And I think I was feeling because on Saturday was uh, my second day and I'd wrapped it was like 9 p.m. And I was like, I feel the best kind of exhaustion that I want to feel. Like, this is like what I've been like craving for the last five months is like this kind of exhaustion. So it's been good. I always bring up the Enneagram. Have you ever taken the Enneagram test? I have. You know yeah. What are you? I'm a two. Oh, oh. I was going to guess three because I feel like you have a lot of three, like the ambition, the like being out there creative. I think I'm a two with a, isn't there like a wing? A wing, three. wing. I yeah. think I, I'm a wing three. Yeah. I, I love the Enneagram. I, I just know, feel like, great. you know, you talk to people, you kind of understand a little bit more of where, where they come from and why they are, you know, the way that they right. are. 100%. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny though, because as you were talking about that, I like literally feel like I had those exact same feelings during quarantine. Like for me, it was like kind of in the opposite way though, because right when, when like the quarantine hit, my work was crazier than ever in terms of like, I felt like I was just going nonstop. Yeah. Uh, and like, then you're at home. So people just think you can pop in and do something at any moment. Interesting. So it was like, I didn't really have that balance. I was like, I didn't have boundaries or anything. And so I think I was like, just like full speed ahead for the beginning first two months. And then I hit that wall of like, maybe I just want to like embrace the pause and just like Mm -hmm. enjoy this. And I also was feeling very uninspired too. Like you really hit the nail on the head. It's just like, we're literally just, and I've been trying to like make it cute. Like I do like cute, like I did like a Paris night the other night where I like brought Paris home and like cooked French food. You know, it's like, I'm trying to do things. We've like a done double date where we like, we made the same, you know, dishes and did it via zoom and cute trying to but yeah it's just like very uninspired and yeah. now I'm in that place of like the combo of both like I want to embrace the pause but also like get my mojo back <laughs> exactly yeah no it's definitely tricky but I think I think we're all at least from the conversations that I've had and like what I've been experiencing I think like we're all kind of getting back but the the first the like this was a tricky summer <laughs> Yeah, for everybody. Yeah, totally. Um, are you? So you said you were, you had a bunch of songs that you've been working on since last year. Are you planning to release them as singles? Are you working on an album? What's your a little plan? bit of both? Um, yeah, I'm gonna release. Uh, I'm gonna release two songs this year, and then I'm gonna release one at the beginning of the year, and then following that is gonna be my debut album, which is crazy wow. to say. Because I've never had a debut album before. No, and you only get one debut album. I know. I know. (laughs) I'm so excited. So is it done? Like in the can? Like you have it? It's like. It's not completely. No, it's not completely finished. Um, But it's getting there. It's, it's, and it's definitely been this. It's just been a really special experience because I think in the past I've, I've obviously had a long journey of music, but. I've I've sort of in what you were saying a little bit ago at the beginning just sort of like dropping singles here and there Mm -hmm. but I want like what I want is 
I want there to be a very clear vision and a clear body of work. And I want it to feel like a cohesive project. And so, um, which is what I'm used to working on on the acting side is like something that like has a start and has a finish. And that's, that's, that's what I want uh, for this album is for it to feel like this really big piece of body of work of my life. And then I can move on to the next chapter. So that's, that's kind of the vision that I have for it. Um, so it's not completely done, but it, it's, it's getting there and I'm really, really proud of it. And lots of people lent their amazing creative minds to, to this project. And I feel just really lucky and really proud of it. Yeah, that's so ex- I mean, how exciting to have it know that your debut album is coming up. Something to look forward to. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2021, yeah. baby. Here I we know. Come. I know. Um, one more question. Um, cause you're, you're beautiful, you're talented, you have such a, you've had a successful career and you're still so young. What's something to, to girls your age that you would say as advice when they're dealing with social media and insecurity and dating and, you know, just struggles that we go through kind of like growing up and being in this kind of place in our lives? It's a really, really interesting question. I think I would say like if I were to look back, I guess, when I was a teenager, and I mean, even now, I think I would really just tell myself to not take anything too seriously. I think I was like, so keen on like making sure that everything was perfect. And I am a perfectionist. I want everything to be perfect. But I also think it's really important to just have fun in whatever you're doing. And to not feel tied or strapped down to something that doesn't make you happy, whether that's a partner or whether that's your work or whether that's a friend group. I think it's really important to just thrive off of whatever you feel most comfortable thriving on. And for me, I think social media can be a really fun, amazing place, but it can also be our worst enemy. And I think, again, to just let that space be a fun one. Don't don't yeah. spend hours and hours and hours of ends on it because it, it's, it's not fair to yourself because you have a beautiful life that you're out there living and you don't want to put that time and energy into something that isn't even necessarily real. And I'm still figuring that out. So I don't know if I have the proper advice for it, but um, I do think that, you know, life, if anything, if anything has been given to us this year, it's, it's, it's that we've, have such little time here and I think it's so important and it sounds so repetitive and cheesy I feel like everybody says this but I think now more than ever we really need to just appreciate people and love them and and be kind to them and um and do the same to ourselves be kind to ourselves and love ourselves the way that we would want other people to do that for us wow that was great great advice for (laughs) everyone I think us you all of our listeners. Yeah, enjoy life. Yeah, don't waste it comparing yourself to what's happening on Yeah, on I think we put too much pressure on ourselves. I think it's really just simple, yeah. you know? Yeah. Obviously, we're going to have challenging days, but I think, like, pushing through those makes the makes the other days so much more worth living, you know, and, and more exciting. I love that. Um, thank you for your time. Guys, thank of. you. This thank was you. fun. Um, everyone stream by listen to love you again, Olivia Holt with rehab. Um, it's such a bop. Yeah, it's out now. So let's stream it, stream it, stream it, 
stream it <laughs> to get those numbers up, baby. Yeah. Um, good luck with everything. Thanks for stopping by and scrubbing in with us. And we'll hopefully talk to you again soon. Yes, Thank we you love guys. you. Love you guys. Appreciate you and your support. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. 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 Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking, and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could. I mean, she is literally like my Whoa. hero, my shiro. Yeah. Shiro for my shiro. sure. That's amazing. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending my mom farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And we got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so that you can send some too. Here's why we love the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick a delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code SCRUBBING for 25% off. 
That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com. Promo code scrubbing. Books.com promo code scrubbing. Rakuten is a rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, pets, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores like Macy's, Best Buy, Petco, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the easiest and smartest way to find the best deals and savings. And every time I visit Rakuten.com, I'm always shocked by the thousands of brands that are featured. Me too. Did you know that Ticketmaster is one of those brands? So next time you're trying to see your favorite artist live, you can earn cash back when buying tickets with Rakuten. And the best part, membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Plus, cashback rates change daily so you can keep checking to find the best deal. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You can get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving and their members have earned over $4.6 billion in cashback. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cashback really adds up. I really, really like her. And that her song is a what the kids are calling a bop. <laughs> the kids are calling. What what are the kids? I'm a kid. I call I like a bop. I know. It is a bop. It's just she's so cute and like likable. I remember I was at my um salon where we well, what used to be the salon where we got our hair done. It's not open right now. Um and she was getting her hair washed and it was like one of the first like famous people I saw being in LA. Thought it was really cool. Did you say hi? No, no, no. Oh, I think she was like, we were both at the shampoo bowl and we were both like chatting, but somehow one of us overheard the other. So we were talking to each other, but not direct, you know, we're like looking up, getting our hair washed, but uh-huh. she's just really sweet. And I feel like everyone I know that knows her loves her. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. She's really sweet. Um, okay. So are we getting to emails or are we saving the answer to Red Star's question for when? I have one email, and then we can answer the question. Okay. This is from Sarah. I'm 23 years old, and I currently live in Madison, Wisconsin. That, by the way, is my hometown, Madison, Wisconsin. Shout out. So shout out. You should go there if you get a chance. It's a beautiful city. The downtown is surrounded by lakes. It couldn't be lovelier. Anyway, I was with my boyfriend for one year, and we met during my last clinical rotation of nursing school. I'd already decided to move in with my best friend for a year in a different state, so we did distance for a year. Wait, 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 wait. Start it over. I was with... My boyfriend for a year That's right. when I got a clinical nursing something, so she I decided in, to move in. She was in nursing school, and she was dating him for a year, and then she uh, got a, a place out of state with her friend for a year. So they were distanced oh. for a year after that. Okay, okay. Then I decided to get my own apartment in Madison since things were going so well. Moving in seemed too quick, and I was excited to have a space I could call my own. He was excited, as was I, and then a month after, things started to get tense. He's been very unhappy with his job. He is 28, Sarah's 23, and he has seemed to fall behind keeping up with his home. On top of all this, his mom was recently diagnosed with breast cancer. He hides his emotions, and I feel like I want to be there for him, but I wasn't doing a great job because I was focused on moving and starting a new job. He called it off with me recently, and it seems very abrupt. He said he needs time to cool down and sees a future with me, but I also told him I don't want to wait around. We both did things wrong, but I feel we just need some time to reset and figure out how to live in the same city. 
He wants to figure his own issues out, but I also think if he really loved me, he would want to be with me or at least give it another shot. Am I wrong? Do I move on? How long do I wait if I even do? So first, I would like to say I'm sorry you're going through this. But second, I would say I think he has a lot going on on his plate, like with his mom being diagnosed with breast cancer and um, struggling in his job or whatever it is. And I think if he has made the decision to that you being in his life is over more overwhelming and doesn't make it better or easier, I think you need to respect that and also respect yourself. And I think you're you're 23. Like I would say date other people, put yourself out there. It doesn't mean that maybe in the future when things settle down for him, that maybe he'll be ready and timing works out for y'all. But I would I would move on and I would see what else is out there, see who else is out there and respect, um, what, what he needs right now. Yeah. I mean, um, my advice would be similar in the sense I actually have gone through this in the past. Um, somebody that I was with, I think people deal with, and I'm sorry that you're going through that. I'm, I'm really sorry for your boyfriend too, because I think I can't even imagine what that feels like. Um, but when you have something like that in your family and, I think people can react in different ways. Um, and like Becca said, if he decided that like he does not want you to be involved with that, then like you have to just like honor that and just, you have to just step aside and move forward. Um, because I think that when you're with somebody and you're committed to commitment, um, you stick it out no matter what's going on, going on. I mean, yeah, everybody kind of, deals with a lot of different things in life and you're going to probably deal with other tragic and horrible things. You know what I mean? And so I think if that's his way of, that's how he handled it this time, like who's to say he's going to react the same way Mm -hmm. if something unfortunately happens like that again, you know, like I think being committed to commitment is such like a big thing. And, um, so yeah, I think that you do need to kind of just, I don't want to say walk away, be there for him and offer your support and love and, and prayer. Um, but you do need to kind of start, you know, you have to take care of yourself. Yeah. You, you need to be with someone who, because I agree I think certain people, it's like, I need this person to get through this hard time. And then someone else is like the relationship and the expectations are too much on my plate with everything else. But I I think even a person who it does say that, like the relationship is too much for me right now, like then communicate that, you know what I mean? You don't have to break up. You can just say. This is really overwhelming. I don't know how to handle this. I need your help, but I don't know how. Like, can you just give me some space? Like, you know what I mean? I think there's a difference. I saw yeah. I saw a quote the other day. Everyone comes into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Uh, I don't think this guy's a lifetime. And I think the timing's just bad. And that's okay. It happens, and it sucks right now. I know that. But... Um, I think you I think you move on and you guys may end up together one day but that does not mean you wait for him. It means that he's got his own yeah. stuff to deal with right now and you give him space, you let him do that and you date other people and you have a good 23-year-old life and everything's going to work out the way it needs to. So don't stress. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Easier said than done. It is. It is, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. That's so hard. Were, somebody, Break, I mean, it's so hard. Somebody asked that on the um, Facebook group. They asked what advice you'd give your younger self. And I always enjoy those questions. And I said that everything's going to work out the way it's supposed to work out. And also, all of your dreams aren't going to come true. But that's okay because dreams change. 
So true. And like your desires and your wants and yeah. what you think you need or want at a certain time is going to change so many times throughout your exactly. life. Exactly. Yeah. All right, let's talk yeah. about Red Star in bed. <laughs> Wait, so the question was things that he needs to improve on, Correct. not you. Heidi Correct. said, right? yes. what, what are you, Red Star, best at, and what can you approve upon in bed? Oh, we, we love... But there was a dot, intimate. dot, dot. Yeah. So I, I predict he either ignored the dot, dot, dot and just gave ways he could improve himself or... Uh, can he improve on I don't even, I wouldn't even know. Well, he added a dot, dot, dot of his own. He said, LOL, I'll let Tanya answer this one, dot, dot, dot. <gasps> what a little... You said there's nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, what's he best at then? Is that appropriate for our PG-rated podcast? But let me tell you something. I can keep a PG. <laughs> oh no. I can keep a PG. Um He is a very thoughtful giver. <laughs> A thoughtful giver in bed. Dot, dot, dot. And in real life. Okay, we can leave it at that. I mean, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I agree. It's just, it's interesting because, um, like, he really just kind of can hit every. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, well, just stop talking. I was gonna say every emotion. Oh, like it can be very like sweet or very not sweet, or you know what I mean. Like, uh-huh. I'm He's just gonna range. stop. He's a range. <laughs> He's got a wide range. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a subtle do- double meaning there. If we did this during Truth or Drink, my answer would be very different. Well, let's write that down, I mean. Easton. <laughs> I love We're Truth never far or drink. from a Truth or Drink. It's just so fun. Uh, Such a challenge. Um, all right. Well, I feel like that would be fun to do that regularly where we get questions and ask them. Because it's interesting. It's, like, insightful. And I always am curious if our our response or what we think they're going to say is, what they say. Yeah, I feel pretty strong about the ones I knew. Oh, yeah, me too. I feel like it, you know, at two years together, it's kind of like everything's out there that you would, like, we've talked about our feelings on everything. Like, when we met, when we fell in love, when I took it back. You know, I've, we've talked about all that stuff so much. So, it's like, we should, we should know the answers. Mm. And y'all have been together for, like, ten months now. Almost. Yeah. Well, thank oh. them both for their candor in the answering those questions. That was very nice of them. And it took them a while to do. They had to really, really sit down and think about it. So thanks. Did you respond to either of them? Uh, Red Star sent me his directly, and I did respond to him. Uh, what did you say? Yeah, I thanked him, and um, there were a few places he didn't want to go, and I assured him we would not. Okay. And, but I have not talked to 95P because those were forwarded to me from Becca. Yeah. 
I'll connect y'all if you would like. That's to okay. Um, that was so much fun. I love Olivia Holt and I love you. I love you all. I love you all too. Um, we'll be back next week. Wait. Yeah, we're back every week. Are we, are we not taking a break on Labor Day? No, this is, this is the Labor Day show. Labor Day weekend show. So, so I can say happy Labor Day. Oh yeah. Then we just celebrated our 10 months. Oh. Celebrated. So embarrassing. All right. Happy Labor Day, everybody. We love you, and we will be back next week. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P.com. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.